everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Let's Talk Physical Media. My name is John. And my name is Matt. Don't do that. And this is the show where every week we talk everything physical media and physical media adjacent and just really anything else we want to talk about right. or any questions you want to ask us. That's right. Yep. What did you do? What did I do? You did something, didn't you? Did you do something? What do you mean, did I do something? No, the way you were saying all right kind of made me feel like you had something. Like... I said that's right. I was... Okay. All right. I just had a feeling like you were doing something to me. No, not yet. Not yet. I can't trust you. We got a lot of news this week, a lot of 4K announcements, including Arrow Video's latest 4K announcements, which I want to mm. dive into right off the top and see what you think. You didn't see this yet, right? I saw they put out a thing about new limited editions are, are going to be coming with slipcovers and yes, they book, said they, and booklets, maybe? They said that all of their first run, usually all their first runs, like first prints, only have the slipcovers and the booklets. But now I think they're guaranteeing it. For all of them, for all their limited editions. Yes. So you know, usually like once a month they have one real special come out. Mm. So this month they announced a lot, a lot that I'm interested. I'm actually going to probably get two of these, maybe even three. Oh, okay, that makes sense. The last Starfighter is 4K. Yep, that's the one I wanted to talk to you about. I didn't okay. know how you'd feel about that because uh, didn't what's his name direct that? Nick Castle. Nick Castle directed that. Yeah. Yep. And you have it's it a good on, movie. And you have the Arrow Blu-ray, don't you? I do. It's a nice. It's a, it's. I guess identical to that. It's very nice. I looked it up. It's a new 4K scan. Yeah, okay. So I'm very curious. I'll probably grab that because I've actually never seen The Last Starfighter. It's good. Last Starfighter only came out as like an answer to Star Wars. Yeah, I enjoyed that movie. I, I, I liked it. Yeah, it is because of that. And then another one that they announced was Black Hat, which is a Michael Mann movie. I, I've never seen this movie either. It's one of the Michael Mann movies I haven't seen, but it stars mm -hmm. Chris Hemsworth. Interesting. Yeah, and Michael Mann. I love Michael Mann. He How old is this movie? I want to say like 2012 oh, um, so it's not that old no, no 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 i just remember that people had a problem 2015 okay so it's not even it's less old i just remember people had a problem with chris hemsworth playing like the smart hacker okay and it's like you know the big buff handsome yeah, guy. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You know? so like i remember that was a big deal but right then the other announcement this is uh uk only is Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. That interested me because I never saw that movie. I think you would hate it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't like this movie. Terry Gillian directed this. Um, people have said that you have to be high to watch it. I've smoked weed and watched Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Didn't work. People said, oh, you got to drop acid to watch it. I'm not doing that to get into a movie. So <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't enjoy that movie. It's just, it, it's very strange. Uh, Johnny Depp is awesome in it. It's just, uh, I don't like it at all. <laughs> yeah, uh, I never saw, I saw clips and stuff. You've seen that. the clips, obviously, because like, it's like an acid trip. Like, yeah, you know. no, I, I don't really know too much about it, but I was always interested in it because I like Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is, and Johnny Depp is good in it. Johnny Depp is really good at it. And then another movie that got announced, and this is U.S. and Canada, uh, Hand of Death. I've never heard this movie, and I've never seen it. Nope. But one movie I have seen, I mean, I haven't seen it. It's from a director I really like, but this is a U.K.-only release, and that is The Beta Test. Okay. Now, the director of this, his name is Jim Cummings. He made two movies before this. He usually, like, gets some help funding these movies, and he's a real smooth... He writes, produces, stars, directs in all these movies, and he's mm -hmm. really good. He actually made probably one of my top two favorite werewolf movies of all time. There is no such thing as werewolves. Our killer is a guy, and I'm going to find him, and I'm going to kill... And we're going to bring him to justice. Yeah, The Werewolf of Snow Hollow, and then he also made a movie called... His first movie called Thunder Road. Mm. But the werewolf of Snow Hollow is so funny. 
I, and, never, yet, I don't know if I ever saw I would say American Werewolf in London might be my favorite werewolf movie. Well, I think that's what I was putting at number one. and I. But this movie is really good. Mm. But it, he always, like, he plays a cop in actually both Thunder Road and in uh, Werewolf of Snow Hollow. But you should check those both out. Jim Cummings is a great director. I want to know why Arrow does, like, these UK-only releases. Well, they're a UK company. That's probably the main reason why, like, everything seems... I guess seems... it's a licensing thing, but... Well, definitely that's what it is. That's why um, they put, the, like, the flags for each of them. But, like, yeah. The problem is, is, like, each country gets the rights to it. It's the same thing with movies. Like, uh, or even music, like we like with the Offspring. If you remember, ep- the first albums up until Ix, they were released on Epitaur. Epitaur Records. Epitaur Records, and then they switched for Ix. They signed Nitro. With, yeah, they signed with Warner Brothers. Well, what wasn't Nitro Records? Yeah, but I think they were like a division of Warner Brothers. Oh. But Epitaur still got the distribution rights for the Offspring they everywhere did, else. They did Pennywise too. Yeah. Everyone else but America. Well, that's because you know who owns that, right? Epitaur. Yeah. Who was uh? Mm, no, I don't. We saw them in concert. Bad, bad religion. Bad religion owns Epitaph Records. Yeah, it, they were a small record label at the time. Huh. Offspring got too big for them. That's why they left. And that's why people used to say the Offspring sold out. Gotcha. I never heard that. Really? Yeah. No, I'm a little bit of an expert on the Offspring. It's our favorite band. Yeah, I just, I, I never knew that fact. Yeah. I knew they were Epitaph records, because I remember as a kid always looking through the booklets and all that stuff, and always seeing Epitaph. Yeah, they, after Smash, they signed with Warner Brothers, but Epitaph, because they had a contract for another record, just got the distribution rights for everywhere else but the United States. And then I remember Pennywise, uh, I think I have one of their live albums, and they were talking about Epitaph records. Oh, really? And it's funny. We saw Bad Religion, Pennywise, and Offspring and together, because they're in the same label, I guess. Yeah. I love Bad Religion, actually. They have some... I don't really like Bad Religion. <sighs> they have some good ones, man. They have some good tunes. Out of the three, I would say Offspring, Pennywise, Bad Religion. I would swap Pennywise and Bad Religion. I really like Bad Religion. I really like Pennywise. Pennywise is good. I'm not gonna... I think they just came out with an album recently. I don't like new Pennywise. No. Just like I don't like new Offspring. I don't like... I don't like if I like a band in the beginning, I don't like their new stuff. It always happens. No band always. is ever... Never it doesn't consi- make sense. Like, so I can picture them sitting around a table. All right, guys. So everyone loves these first three albums. Let's do something completely different. I know. Well, I think it's just the boredom. I think they get bored. I get that. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> come on. I think they have enough money, and they're like, I want to do what I want to do. It's not doing for what you want to do. It's what the fans want. I know. It gets that. <laughs> I mean, I guess that makes sense. You had to watch a James Bond movie this movie week that you hated. Mm. Yeah. And you did it for our fans. Yeah. From Russia with Love. Didn't even go to Russia. Terrible movie. <laughs> to find out Matt's thoughts about that on Thursday. And you can also find out about our thoughts on Lemon Oreos. Official cookie of Let's Talk Entertainment Media. Now, I want you guys to watch closely how John eats an Oreo. Two hands. Crumbs everywhere. Oh, my phone. Now... Is that insanity? How do you eat an Oreo? Because I feel like a normal person would probably just go ahead, pop the entire thing in their mouth. Mm. No, I don't think so. I'm going to pop my phone. Notice, not a single crumb where John completely (laughs) destroyed. (laughs) There's no crumbs on this table. You don't see all those crumbs? Nope. Are you kidding me? You're (laughs) fucking with me. (laughs) I think you're getting a little upset about this for no reason. How many hands belong on an Oreo? 
a lot of hands to put long on an Orium. Two, to be exact. Now, at no point ever should two hands be touching an Oreo into your mouth. It simply just does not make sense. <laughs> There's not even enough room on the cookie for two hands. No, you use two fingers, like, you know. That's four fingers. Whatever. Two fingers on each hand. Just one. <laughs> well, you know, we'll agree to disagree on Oreos. Oh, Christ. So, overall, what did you think of those Arrow releases? Um, they're all right. You know, I'm not over the moon for anything. I'd take it or leave it. Are you going to get an upgrade? Are you going to upgrade your last Starfighter? Not if you're getting it. I'm getting it. I'm going to review that because I haven't seen it. Another thing that got announced for 4K this week is one of my personal favorite movies, Bad Lieutenant, which came out in 1992. It was directed by Abel Ferrara, who also directed The King of New York. And this movie stars Harvey Keitel. Mm. Same year as Reservoir Dogs. You're going to be all right. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be all right. And you, if you want to see him play a fucking lunatic, watch, watch Bad Lieutenant. Mm. Basically, it's about a lieutenant for the NYPD. Okay. who has an extreme drug addiction and gambling addiction. Okay. And he starts to bet not only his money, but the rest of the police force's money on the Mets to win a game in this divisional series against the Dodgers. Okay. And unfortunately, four games in a row, they keep losing. Mm. And as you can imagine, things spiral out of control from there. Okay. But really good movie, really violent, really down, dirty, and gritty. Just, is it anything like like Brooklyn's Finest or Training Day? Would it be uh, like? In I that? would say it's in the same genre. It's in the same genre, but it's okay. a lot rougher. Like it's a lot like tougher to watch. Really? Yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure it's been a while since I've seen this, but Harvey Keitel, I'm pretty sure, hangs down. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. You see his hammer? You see his hammer. I think he's hanging dong in a church, no less. Wow. Good so, for him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a, uh, has a, a, a rape scenario. We should do a list one day of like all the movies that... Someone used, hangs down in? Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Terminator, see his hammer. Well, the thing is, is now in a lot of TV shows and movies, we're seeing a lot more... Do you more. know, I'm sure, if Uncle V's watching, he knows this movie. I'm sure he has a running list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, do you know the, uh, the movie, I think it's called Blue Bunny? I've heard the name. Are you familiar? I've heard the name, but I have There's... no idea what that is. All right. So go ahead, Google. You could actually find this on Pornhub because I looked because I was curious. Uh, I, I heard well, it on a Joe. Hold on before you continue. Were you on Pornhub looking for it because you were looking for this, or were you on Pornhub? I was looking for this. Oh, you weren't just on Pornhub. No, 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 no. I did this at work. Uh, as long I was, as your crank was, wasn't in your hand while you were no, looking. No, <laughs> I, I wasn't servicing my crank. Um, I was. I think it was a Joe Rogan podcast. I I, uh, I discovered this. And they were talking about, I believe the, the movie's called Blue Bunny. And the, uh, you, it's a real blowjob, a real cum shot and everything. I feel like I've heard this because I think they got in trouble for it. Because you're not supposed to do that. I don't know if they got in trouble for it, but it just, it's kind of famous. But it's a real thing. It yeah, really I happened. feel like, I, I think I've heard this because I think the people that did it were dating in real life. Were dating in real life, so it wasn't like a... A huge, huge deal, but you're not supposed to a have real sex when you're making a real legit film. Just like you're not supposed to use your real drugs or real alcohol. Mm -hmm. It's all supposed to be fake. Like they have standards and practices that they have to abide by. So, unfortunately, I guess uh, you know they figured, hey, I mean, I don't understand why because I mean, if you shoot a porn, we know they're fucking. Right, but uh, that's that's different than an R-rated movie. That's true. That's true. You really can't ease yourself into somebody for a real movie. 
You got well, again, I was, uh, this came across, uh, the, this was a topic on the Steve-O podcast I was listening to today. You had Chris Pontius on. They were talking about the opening to Jackass Forever, which oh, was my God. Chris Pontius' wiener dressed up as uh, Godzilla. And, we're tormenting that town. And they were trying to figure out how to make it stand up, but he's not allowed to have a boner because a hard penis is an automatic NC-17 rating where... It being soft is a okay for a rated R. Well, yeah, it, it's weird how they have rules. It's like something yeah. that be PG thirteen, they give you one f bomb. You're mm-hmm. allowed to just say fuck one time, and you get the PG thirteen. So if you ever watch a PG thirteen movie, look for it. It's in there one time. They're allowed to use it, and or mm. if you go over that, you get an R rating. It's why planes, trains, and automobiles is rated R, because he says uh, fuck about thirteen times in that movie. But mm-hmm. that's it. It's the only scene in that movie where he curses or anyone curses really. Right. Yeah, but you cross the line. Because you had to have 13 fuck bombs in there. And right? that Dead, Deadpool made a reference to that. Yeah. He said, there goes our PG-13. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't say it more than once. <laughs> yeah. And then another thing that got announced this week officially, there were rumors, and this might upset some of our fans. Uh, so Superman 1 through 4, it's a five-film collection, is getting a 4K release later this year. How now. is it 1 through 4, but it's a five-film collection? Listen to me. Let Doesn't me finish. Doesn't make sense. Let You're coming me, off stupid. No, let me finish. You're coming so off Superman was already released on 4K, so the others weren't. Superman 2. The first Superman was directed by Richard Donner, who also directed one of my personal favorite buddy cop movies, Lethal Weapon. And he also directed Scrooge. Die Hard is better. Die Hard is not better. Um, Lethal Weapon is a much better movie than Die Hard. 110%. And John McClane, way cooler. So Richard Donner directed Superman, but he also directed Superman 2, but he got fired. Mm. So there's two different uh, cuts of Superman 2. There's the original cut, and then there's the Donner cut. Okay. And both of these are in the set, hence the five-film collection. Gotcha. Okay. So you can get Superman. So it's like a Snyder cut deal. Yes. But you can also, from what I was able to find, buy Superman 2 in a double pack on 4K solo, but not 3 and 4. And these 4K steelbooks are exclusive to Amazon, which I've never seen them get exclusive steelbooks before. I've seen them get exclusive Blu-rays or 4Ks, yeah, but never Yeah, everyone's doing these exclusive, like Best Buy's getting exclusive formats sometimes. Yeah, like they get terrified too. only get the 4K at yeah. Best Buy, and they'll have different artworks here. Walmart gets exclusive artwork. Target did at one point, and it's kind of crazy. Now, what do you want to do about this? Because... I don't I, want that. You don't want that. So I'm not the big... You've never seen them, though. I right? just don't like Superman. I'm not, that's my problem. Um, Although, I watched Man of Steel, and I actually enjoyed the Henry Cavill Superman. So this is exactly... I line up directly with you. So and I, when I was a kid, I actually liked Lois and Clark a lot. I used to watch that with my mom. Of course you did. It's <laughs> actually not that bad. But I watched these movies with my mom, because my mom grew up in the 70s. She liked the Superman movies. So this is all you, pal? <sighs> no. The, Relive that nostalgia. I don't have nostalgia. That's my point. I don't have nostalgia. I'm not a big fan of the original series, except I like the first one. But then I'm not a huge fan of 3 and 4. But I also haven't seen these since I was a kid. Rewatch them. John Williams did the score, and it's one of the most famous theme songs ever for Superman. Oh, John Williams, you're going to love it. <sighs> I do love John Williams. Maybe I will love him. Who knows? Christopher Reeve, you know? Yeah, I mean, again, this is 78. All right, it makes the cutoff for, for the me. The flying scenes, you're going to think of brutal, though. Yeah, I'm going to have a tough time But with apparently these. people thought they were, he was flying back then. But, I mean, it's such beautiful packaging. It looks nice. Yeah. 
But oh. I just, at the end of the day, I just do not think I'm going to like those movies. Nah, well, that's unfortunate for you now, isn't it? Now, no, another thing not. that got announced for 4K is The Hitcher, which I was surprised that you never had seen. Yeah, um, that one's just kind of squeaked by me, I guess. I, I will check that out. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I think that one's definitely more of your type of movie since you never saw it. And then another thing that's getting that it, these both are not official yet. I haven't seen a press release, but they are on Blu-ray.com's list of upcoming 4Ks. One is Serpica, okay, and the other one is To Live and Die in L.A., which I'm dying for you to see. To Live and Die in L.A. Never even heard of it. Really? Really? Willem Dafoe and William Peterson. William Peterson, who's that? Uh, you ever seen? Well, you never seen Manhunter, right? But have you ever seen the the show CSI? Mm-mm. No? Okay, well... I, he, I know what it is. Yeah, he's the, never... he's the lead on it. But To Live and Die in L.A. is an amazing 80s movie. And I believe, don't quote me on this, and I'm not, I'm too lazy to check right now, I believe William Freakin directed that, who directed The Exorcist. Okay. And this movie is just so much 80s all over it. Like, oh my God, Willem Dafoe bangs out a couple one-liners in here. William Peterson has some crazy lines. It's violent. It, it, oh, I love it. I love it. I, uh... Uh, I can't remember the band who did the uh, Wang Chung, I believe, did the soundtrack for it. So, the fuck is Wang Chung? You've heard them. I'm going to show you a Wang Chung song right now, actually. Because you're going to wreck... Look, I just want you to visualize, in your head, Vice City, you walking into the club. You know what club I'm talking about? Yeah. And this starts playing. And I dance all dance. <laughs> Not what I was expecting. Yeah, I know, right? No, they look like they're straight out of the 80s. I know what you're thinking, and stop it. I didn't picture two white guys. Yes, no. I, I, I knew that already. You can't really fault me for that. <coughs> I don't. I thought the same thing, but I didn't want to say it. Grab some water. Why don't you show them what you got this week, since uh, that's what we're here to talk we're about. We're out of news? Yep, we did our video, Bad Lieutenant, The Supermans. I just don't... I... What? Just don't get like where you were raised. Why? What I just do? What I do now? It's just the way you handle everything. Your demeanor. It's just like you're an animal. You don't know my father. That's the problem. Like you've met my father. But I you have. Don't, but, but he is an animal. Like yeah, so. Just, like, I, can't, I can't imagine. No, like he's can't. There's no way he's worse than you. There's no, no way. He he's not. I don't know if he's worse, but I think we definitely are on par with each other like but you grew up with your mom i know oh, you were daddy's girl i forgot about that yeah you did forget about that but my yeah my mom is not a slob she's very clean yeah but then again so my brother ryan's a huge slob too so i don't know I just feel like... and my brother frank anyway so we're gonna talk yeah. about some physical media here uh days and confused we just did a review on this but i just wanted to show this off because this is a recent pickup uh this is very very nice packaging i don't have too many criteria and stuff and do you know why they call digi packs no, and when you said it on there, I never thought about it, but I wanted to put in a... It's nothing digital about it. You don't even get a digital... And it has code. nothing to do with the digital monsters, so I don't even understand. The what? The digital monsters. What's that? You don't remember Digimon? Okay. And they were digital monsters. That's what they were short for. It was a joke. I was trying to make I a joke. I don't see the joke. I, I said Digipack. Digi, Digimon. Digi, Digipack. I, you don't see what I was going for? I don't think it landed, no. No, all right. Can't nope. land them all. Nope, nope, nope. <coughs> uh, so I picked up The Descent. This is a very, very early Blu-ray. Mm -hmm. You know, it's still got the silver on there beyond high definition. It's a great movie, by the way. I don't remember this movie. Oh, my God. You're going to have some fun. Oh, look at that. 
So cool. Uh, yeah, mine's. I have the same one. All the stuff on the inside. Yeah, I have that. You have the booklet. Like they just threw that in there on a regular Blu-ray. Like I, I like, look at that. I bought this for five dollars out of a five dollar bin. That's how. Five. Yeah, it's a Lionsgate. Yeah. Lionsgate, I guess, still has pretty good packaging all these years later. Yeah, I'm excited to check this one out. Mm. Um, I I think I saw this in theaters. If I'm being honest. Really? So Is this the one with the girls in the cave? cave? Yeah. It is 100%. This. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I saw this in theaters. Do you remember the twist in it? No. Like the left because this movie makes a hard left turn at some point. No. Yeah. There's like monsters, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember uh, too much. It's a about good movie. It. Actually, it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I was hesitant to pick this one up because it's a Paramount Presents Blu-ray, and I know within the next month or two this is going to get announced for 4K just because I just bought the Blu-ray. But that is The Haunting from 1999. Uh, we got a young Liam Neeson, a young Owen Wilson. And I remember, I don't, it, okay, it's a newly remastered from a 4K film transfer. So that means this, it's just sitting there waiting to be released. There. On 4K. So this is probably coming to 4K <laughs> at one point. Um, oh, that sucks! It definitely is. Yeah. So this, <laughs> this might end up being yours. That's one day. that's always the tip off is when it comes from a new 4K scan. You just know that 4K scan is just sitting there ready to go. Right. Yeah. So uh, I I remember seeing this movie a long time ago. I haven't seen it in a while, and I figured, hey, grab the Paramount Presents copy because uh i like the paramount presents line i, I think they're they're very nice packaging and it's a cool movie it was like maybe 18 dollars i paid for this it's not bad yeah so i mean this might be yours one day if it comes to 4k i don't think i've seen that but i could be wrong yeah but if it comes to 4k if that's the movie i'm thinking of that's the same studio that did uh 13 ghosts and ghost ship and everything like that it was all i love ghost ship all one big horror studio i can't remember though uh, i just picked one this up this week also bodies 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 i never saw this john said it's fantastic i loved it and it's on sale right now it was mm -hmm. like 15 dollars for the 4k if you want to hear my full thoughts on that and this is an a24 movie yes it is now i is this the only a24 4k no, A24 has some stuff on 4K, but it's very random and all over now, the place. Now, this is not on Amazon either. Really? You so can't, like, grab your phone. You can't get this on Amazon. I think this might have been a Best Buy exclusive. That would make sense. The format only. But yeah, it looks like the only box store is Best Buy, and that's where I grabbed it from. I got a slipcover, so yeah. that's pretty cool. A24 is weird, where like, sometimes you can only get their 4Ks from their site directly. The Witch has a 4K, has mm. two 4Ks we actually have talked about in this past. Like, uh, I don't remember some boutique label did a rescan of it that was approved yes. by Robert Edgars because he doesn't like the regular 4K release, right, which is right. the one I have, of course. And this has got a Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos combo. And he, that movie, I love that. perfect rainy day, summer rainy day movie, because it takes place during a hurricane, mm, because okay. they're having a hurricane party. I'll wait for the next hurricane. Yeah. Well, we don't have them here really on Long Island. We get one almost every summer. We don't get a hurricane, Matt. We don't get like a Florida hurricane. We no, get a, we get a bad real. rainstorm. Yeah, with some wind. Um, now, while I was in the store picking up this, because I did store pickup, I just went and browsed, because it was Tuesday, so I wanted to see what a... The new actually, no, it was Wednesday. Um, so this one caught my eye, and it's called the Re Retaliate the Retaliators. I thought it was the Realtors at first. The Retaliators. Um, so this one caught my eye. Uh, you know the big red cover on it, and then it was only like twelve bucks. So I picked it up. I was like, oh, it's got a slip cover. That's pretty cool. And then I noticed who was in it. It's got Jacoby Shaddix from Papa Roach, Ivan Moody from uh, Five Finger Death Punch, and Michael Lombardi. That name rings a bell. Where is that from? Because it sounds very familiar. He was a fireman. Oh, my God. Is that Sean? 
That's not Sean. I don't Rescue know which one it is. But from Rescue Me, right? He was in Rescue Me, and I don't remember which guy it was. And I'm looking at the back, and he's not on it. It's either Sean or Mike. It's got to be I Sean or Mike. Oh, it's Mike, because yeah. look, yeah, look, he's the main character. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's the uh, the Proby. Yeah, Proby at the beginning, Mike. Pro yeah, from... Uh, <sighs> From Rescue Me, which is also an amazing show. Yeah, I love Rescue Me. Dennis Leary. Yep, so I uh, was pretty excited to check this one out. So I'll let you know my thoughts on it. Maybe we'll do a review yeah, on Yeah, if that. you guys want a review, just leave us a comment in the comment section. Let us know. And then something... Oh, we talked about this last week. Yeah, so I talked about out-of-print Blu-rays and uh, The Ringer. Yeah. I got it. I fucking got it. And it's still sealed. Right? And it's got one of these seals, which do not come on Blu-rays or 4Ks. No, you don't anymore. get that anymore. No, which I'm thankful for because those used to piss me off. They they'd were like, a little annoying. They'd rip off like halfway and then you're yeah, just sitting there. Right it was there. annoying. It was definitely annoying. But I'm super glad to have this in my collection because, again, I was just listening to the Johnny Knoxville or Steve-O podcast with Johnny Knoxville. They brought this up. I was like, oh, fuck, I don't have the ringer. Looked it up. I saw it was insanely priced over $100. And I was like, God damn it, I missed another one. I hate when stuff goes out of print and just random movies like this. Like, this movie's not worth $100. It's a great movie. I think it's hysterical. But uh, I got a sealed copy for like 40 bucks. Well, to jump Canada. off. Canada. Oh, that's awesome. To jump yeah. off of what you just said about out of print movies, because one movie, me and Matt had a long conversation about this. So Jeff at Films at Home did a video this week about movies you might have in your collection that are worth some money. Yeah. And one big movie in there that I didn't even realize was out of print, and I just would have never thought it would be, was Free Willy. Free Willy. And that one hurt, because I love Free Willy. I love Free Willy, too. I wish, I, I don't know how I missed that one. Me neither. I don't know how that slipped by. But given, like, this is a movie i watched that and the second one i watched a ton as a kid i saw the third one in theaters yeah the rescue i think when i started collecting blu-rays i i didn't really dive too deep into like the nostalgia months. nostalgia and uh, like stuff i watched as a kid except the one thing i did buy which i'm glad was that nice ninja turtles box set that i have yeah but those are so, like it's so weird i've been talking to someone at my regular joe job and he's a big turtles fan too uh, which Great one do you one. like more like i he uh, him and a couple other people all said number two i like the first one the most as a kid i would have said number two you would have but the older i get it's a toss-up between one and two. I still love three. I love all three of them. Yeah. Three's the worst, I think, because that's kind of when they go a little too... Like, the first one I like most is very contained, small, dirty, gritty story. And then yeah, it kind of... The second that. one, they, they went a little too cheesy with Vanilla Ice, but people love the Vanilla Ice stuff. Yeah, yeah. Go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. Yeah. Go. Go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. Go. Go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. Go. Go, Ninja. Uh, yeah. It's very tough. It, it depends on the day of the week, honestly. Uh. You know, it's one of those... And I love a lot of scenes from part three also. Because as a kid, I had two and three on VHS. I oh, didn't really? have the first one. I was the reverse. I had one and two, and I didn't have three. So yeah. I saw three the least. I had two and three, which I... Oh, they're over... They're up top there. I have part one now. I have all three of them on VHS. The part two and part three VHSs up there are my original ones from as a kid. Are you serious? Yep. That's insane. Yep. I can't believe you still have VHSs from when you were a kid. Those and that Star Wars Gold Box trilogy is my original from as a kid. And those are they still the remastered ones, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is uh, I would have been cool if you would have had the on because those are really hard to get. I mean, we could I could have grabbed those in a thrift store last year. Mm -hmm. and so could have you because I was with you. Yep. Not the non-special editions. Which and I, then we got a review coming soon for the Slumber Party Massacre One and Two Shout Factory set. Yep. Um, 
come pretty. We might split up those reviews into two separate reviews depending on how much time Matt has. Yeah, we got a busy weekend, and then I got Training Day coming. Oh this my weekend, god, this week! And I'm gonna want to skip this and just watch Training Day. We to have. Be honest. We have that this week. We have the Rockies are coming this week, which I'm gonna do a review for each, and it'll probably take a couple weeks to get through all those. Kubo and the Two Strings is coming this week. Uh, you had another one too this week. Oh, Texas Chainsaw. Yes, Texas. Which is coming late. I think that's already out. Some people have gotten it, I've seen. Some people have gotten Training Day. And Training Day, one thing I want to talk about on here, speaking of physical media. It's that Blu-ray case. Yeah, so Training Day, the 4K, is, has this beautiful slip cover on it and a steel book. But if you get the slip cover version with a nice new 100th anniversary Warner Brothers logo in there and they changed the silver to gold, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, pop that open and they put a fucking Blu-ray case on it. Yeah, I don't that. know what... I don't know if it's a supply issue. I... I'm not really sure what the hell is going on with that one, but uh, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. And that's one thing, actually I wanna go grab it. All right, so you ran over to your shelf and you grabbed something. So talking yeah. about these training day not having 4K cases, which again, really pisses me off. Yeah, so, um, you know, Blu-ray <laughs> cases. Yeah, find the descent again. Yeah, so Blu-ray cases, obviously they're transparent and you can see through it. And I love when they put reverse art on the inside of a Blu-ray case. Now, fast forward to today where we get um, 4K movies, and now 4K discs or 4K cases are the... They're just black. Black. You can't see through them. No, they're and not now, every once in a while, we'll get something with reversible cover art. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Now, I like when you get a movie that has reversible cover art, but the, you get a slip cover. And then you can change it, you know. Underneath and swap it out to the original movie art because right. that's what that is. Right, and then it, it wouldn't matter. But now, this way, you're only seeing one of these. You no, know? you have to choose. And so, this way, because this one, they put the two titles on the front and you get all your stats on the, the back. stats on the back, right. So if you reverse it, you'll lose that. So my proposition or my idea, and I don't know why no one has thought of this, especially like boutique labels with reversible stuff, why not do a clear smoked case you know a darker color like that this is just this is like the platinum xbox 360 uh color but they're still clear and you could have you know the it's not blue so we know it's not a regular blu-ray and you can still see through it mm -hmm. and we'll have our reversible cover and it's the best of both worlds I agree. I think that hope maybe maybe we could pitch that to the 4K. Uh, I mean, case makers, whoever does that. Or obviously. maybe we could just go into business of and, our on our own. Yeah, and because you know, it's not hard to make. I don't think it. it it's been done. Yeah, I'm so, very curious what training why they did that because that would honestly bother the shit out of me. Yeah, that. I don't get that. It, it's just it. I'm gonna buy replacement case for it, but. On the other hand, it's I, I just I like the inside cover. I remember at one point I have to go back to my shelf. All right, well Matt goes back to his shelf. I just want to give you guys one quick little bit of news. Blumhouse is getting into video games, so apparently they are going to be making some low-budget video games, about ten million dollars or something like that. Oh, yeah, horror I saw games. This. Yeah, some horror games, which I thought was very cool. 
actually uh, Vex tagged me on uh, Facebook in an article right. about it. So yeah, he I actually saw- tagged the both of us. He tags Let's, Let's Talk in it. And I thought this was fascinating. I think that's right. pretty awesome. Like some low budget horror games would be cool. Right, yes. Um, but back to what I was saying about the reversible stuff. So ages ago when I used to work at Hollywood, Vi- not, actually, no, I'm sorry. I worked as a part of Hollywood Video. I worked in Game Crazy, which was inside the Hollywood Videos, the competitor of Blockbuster. Um, I still think I kind of preferred Blockbuster. Always. But Game Crazy was pretty fucking cool. I preferred them over GameStop. Well, you worked there and you got a lot of shit for free and you had fun. So, all right, but this is just to kind of gauge how long ago I was still into this. So, again, 360 cases were the clear green, but I had access to a ton of games there, so I went and took all the the slip-in cover arts and I put them on the inside of my games. So a lot of my 360 collection has the inside artwork. Oh, that's awesome. Right? Yeah. It has all the inside artwork. So it's just the same thing, just flipped inside out. So when you open them up, you have all that artwork on the inside. So a good portion of my 360 collection has that because I would just take these home from work and slip them in mine. And I still have a lot of my collection from then. But, you know, it's just I love opening it up and having the inside artwork as well. I would love for it to be different, mm-hmm. but, you know, we don't have that option. Yeah, I remember. I, that was such a great job. I remember we had fun when you worked there. And cut. actually, there's another uh, uh, handful of games in there when I was pirating games. I remember um, I had, we went and got my 360. Uh, didn't last long. I ha- Yeah, the modded 360s don't usually last too long. But uh, I had a website where you would download and print out custom box art box art and i would slip those on the inside because I, I like to keep it factory and real on the outside but throwing in an extra one on the inside was pretty cool yeah there's I'm, people out there who make custom steelbooks yes which is crazy yeah, yeah i yeah. wish but I, I don't have the patience for that but that because like apparently you could take the art and you like soak them and yeah, like, it's just painted on there you can you can wipe it off the steel book and then they re- yeah. they either reprint it on or they'll, they'll hand paint it or yeah something. pretty cool fascinating stuff i mean like mm-hmm. i'm a huge we're both huge into box art and movie posters so we do but appreciate again, like, i like the packaging I, I like to i like it to make make it look nice but i still want it to look factory real retail um just something a little extra on the inside i think is uh a little bit extra for the fans yeah especially the collected market um you want to dive into some questions sure all right i got a few of these here for you i guess we'll start off with uncle v because we uh we did a little research before we started filming so uncle v asked us a question Mm -hmm. i just received my first two 4ks from blue underground eugene and justine Are you guys familiar with Jess Franco, and are you excited about these new releases? So, I am not familiar with Jess Franco. I thought when you sent that to me, I had a hard time looking. I was like, Justine and Eugene and Justine. I was like, is it one title? Is it two? Turns out, two separate titles. Uh, the covers for both of those movies, very similar, feature a big-breasted lady on the cover of each of them. I think they're smut films. You think they are? I didn't do enough research. I, I know nothing about them, but uh, I don't think it's my type of movie it's definitely uncle v's type it is it is he's got his own genre yeah you know so if you're a fan of like serbian film and tromeo and juliet you might like these he we have to talk about and i know why he sent us midsommar and i think you should see it because of this because that's a fucked up horror movie too is it yeah Yeah. that one i'm open to yeah Yeah, like no there are some like 
uh, when I saw Infinity Pool a few weeks ago. That's a movie I'm. You have to be... review that still. I did review it. You so... you reviewed Midsummer? No, I haven't reviewed Midsummer. I I reviewed Infinity Pool. I haven't done Midsummer yet. I'll do that soon. But Infinity Pool, uh, that's an Uncle V movie for sure. Mm. Definitely, he'll be into that. But yeah, I haven't seen these. Uncle V, uh, let us know what you think of them. I'm really curious. They're both on 4K. Have you checked the PO box in a while? No, I should check the PO box, right? There might be something in there. I don't know. I know we just re-upped for a year too, so we should probably check. I it. I don't even know where it is. You're, you're the PO box guy. Hey, what I find weird—I mean, this is a way off topic—is you live closer to my post office than you do to your post office. Which is—I don't know where either of them are. You've been to yours. I've been there with you to your post office in another place. We've gone there and you've actually picked up a Vinegar Syndrome movie there. It's on Echo, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But mine is about two minutes from here. <laughs> and it's crazy. I don't know why. I guess the lining kind of deal. But yeah, you're way closer to my post office. So Uncle V, yeah, leave us a comment. Let us know. Uh, are those films good? Are they what we think they are? Are we way off? But <laughs> I'm definitely curious. He's going to just make us watch them. He ain't going to give us anything. All right. And here's a question I know you're going <laughs> to love. This is from Shamrock Balls, our buddy. He wrote, hi, John, Matt. Been a while since they sent a Q, which is Hello. short for question. Oh, Okay, thanks. And so I'll just ask, what would you like for the Jaws 2 4K coming this year? Probably more for Matt than more for Matt than you, John. LOL. What would I like? I would like for them to kind of give us pretty much what they gave us with the first one because that's actually one of the best studio 4K releases as far as packaging goes, at least. Yes. Or even special features. This is a full full length documentary on there, but I love the. Actually, what do you have the same one as me? Yeah, or did with you the, the steel book. No, I have the same one with the, with the uh, lenticular, lenticular cover. lens cover. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. book inside. And yeah, everything. you open up very nice, nice thick book and yeah. all that stuff, and then you got the standard 4K box inside. Uh, that's that's very actually it's faced out on my shelf. That's uh, one of the nicer pieces, especially for a uh, for a studio la a non boutique studio label. It's Universal, right? It's Universal. Yeah. yeah, Universal. Actually, we were talking about this week with like um, the Fast and the Furious set. Like their box sets have this always nice hard yeah, packaging the Jurassic on it. Jurassic Park one. Yeah. Back to the Future. They do a good job with their box sets and good job of packaging overall. Like you mm. said, like with Jaws, like you know. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I hope it's a good transfer, like the, the first one, because that. Oh, that's a great 4K too. It is, it's and amazing. it's an amazing movie. Yes. So I'm. I don't know if they have as much information. The best movie ever. Okay, stop. I'm trying to be nice here. <laughs> like I haven't seen. I've seen Jaws two once in my life. It's funny. I, uh, once. Once. Okay, it's not as good as the first. Well, I don't think the first one's that great, as you guys know all know by now. Like, so I'm not really too... I actually took a real bad beating at work this week because I said I didn't like The Goonies, too. So like, there's some very popular movies I'm not a fan of. I don't love The Goonies. Yeah, but... You but know. It's I feel bad. like we are a little too young for The Goonies. I think I we know, I like it. I oh, just don't I love it. it. No, I don't like it at all. No, I have the 4K. I enjoy the movie. Wow, no, that's... Uh, I'm never watching that again. Really? I, yeah. I don't want to. I really have no desire. Like, Jaws, I can watch again. So, The Goonies, I really just don't like. But, like, Jaws, like, it's more funny for me to just say I don't like it. I mean, it's not my type of movie is really what it boils down to. Mm. You know, I'm just not really into sharks. Like, I've never watched a shark movie and walked out of it. I'm not really into, like, even just any animal-heavy movies. Like, well, except for Free Willy, I guess. You know, I don't know. You don't like heavy animals? I mean, you're a heavy animal. I guess I like I'm you. heavy animal. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I actually just really love shark movies. I know you do. I have 
quite the collection, man. Remember I did that video? Yeah, there's a video on the channel. Matt gives you a full ranking, and he bought a lot of movies to do that. Did you actually end up ever picking up the Sharknados? I remember you had a yeah, problem with that. Yeah, I got it. You got them? Yep, I got them all. Um, See, I would probably like the Sharknados because they know I what they are. I never saw them. They know what they are. The, though. See, <laughs> those didn't make it into the video because... I, I couldn't. Uh, they were out of print. At the you're time. gonna you're gonna have a fun but summer I day one watching. through six. Yeah. in a collection or something. You'll have like fun that. this summer watching. But those. yeah, I think I, I got like 14 or 15 shark movies, and yeah. I watched them all, and I did a, a, a nice video, and I ranked them all, and what I like, best to worst, or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Jaws was number one. Spoil it. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> Shamrock balls. I hope we answered that. Um, I mean, I I'm not too interested in it really coming out. I just hope that they do a good job with it. And uh, we talked about. Um, the documentary and how they, they cut it for the DVD release, then they extended it for the 4K release of the first Jaws, and I think they have plenty of documentary stuff for Jaws too, but could be interesting. Mm. I'm sure you'll be excited. Can't wait. Alright, and now it's time for our last two questions. Both of them are from Kevin L, and this one we're going to have some fun with. What are the most annoying movie characters of all time? And that's from Kevin L. The most annoying movie characters. The first one that comes to my mind is gotta be the kid from Fright Night. Oh, um, yeah, you hate the laugh, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, I forget what his name, Evil Eric, was that, does that ring a bell? I think his name was Eric, yeah. I, uh, yeah, the, the kid that ends up turning to a vampire in uh, Fright Night, he was super annoying. I mean, if John was a movie character. Go fuck yourself. He'd be pretty annoying. Um, who, anytime that one guy with that really annoying voice from, uh, I can't think of his name, he was in Look Who's Talking To, uh, he's a, he's got that really high-pitched voice, he's got like a squinted together face kind of deal, like, uh, what the fuck, oh. Problem Child, is oh, it too? Oh, yeah, what's his name? You know, he was the principal, right, in Problem Child, and wasn't he the, the bird in, in, uh, Paulie. Aladdin? Yes, and yeah, uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Gil Gilbert, yeah, God, yeah. Which also, I found out, not his real voice, he was that's for the gag and <laughs> but that was uh he was the bird in uh yeah in aladdin in right? aladdin yeah yep. he was yeah his voice has always annoyed me i get that that's the point but anytime he's on screen i'm like oh come on i can't do it <laughs> my ears can't take it i'm trying to think hmm movie characters that annoy you tom hanks go fuck yourself tom hanks is not annoying <laughs> uh, how, how, man? Like, I, I'm trying to think if even Tom Hanks ever played somebody who annoyed me. I don't, I don't know. Forrest Gump. No, Forrest Gump would be pretty cool. No, I never saw it. Uh, let's see, annoying. I've been racking my brain. I can't really think off the top of my head. I'm of... sure I, I can make a list. I just got into my head. The first thing I thought of was, was Fright Night. Usually kids in a lot of movies can be a little bit annoying. Yeah. You know, it's just a child actor. It's not really their fault. But anytime the parents have kids, they can be a little distracting, especially if they're not the greatest of actors. Right, yeah. You know, I'm having a hard time with this one. I don't ever, yeah, like, you know, like, I have actors, like, when they pop up on screen, they annoy me. Like, I'm not the biggest John Cusack fan, and I have always kind of a hard time with him. Uh, I love Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, I, he has some exceptions. Like, I love 1408 also. Mm. And, uh, but, you know, there's some movies in there, but John Cusack, uh, it's always been something about him. I don't know. It's his face. It's just something. Like, Interesting. Like, rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know why. He didn't do it. It's not his fault. It's just, it's his face, you know? <laughs> Is there anything I can do to work on that? No, so you not wouldn't... really. It's your face. But I don't really have any, so I guess you don't got any either, huh? I'm sure I do. I just, I, again, I'm just staring at my movie shelf. I'm scanning. 
Oh, you know who annoys me? I was just looking at Alien. Um, <laughs> it's only one scene. When the thing pops out of the uh, the chest, there's the one girl in the corner that goes, Oh my god! <laughs> and I always thought, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Not really, no. Yeah, she's like in the corner, and it's like... She just makes like a real high pitch. Oh my god! Sound. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> like, don't do that. Oh, um, <sighs> you know who else is annoying? Um, the guy in Billy Madison. Eric. Yeah. Yeah, he could be annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he's just such an over the top dick. The, whole the weasel. Time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Eric did that laugh. You know he does, right? Oh yeah. How's that laugh go again, Carl? Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guy yeah. who plays Carl is great. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, actually, to piggyback off our Adam Sandler question for last week, you picked up Mr. Deeds. Uh, do you want to still say that that movie's overrated? No, I liked Mr. Deeds. It was great. Thought you would. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. I told you you would. Oh, that, I should have grabbed that. I, I just got that Blu-ray. Yep. Yeah. And then I just got, I just picked up uh, Zohan. Don't mess with the Zohan. So that movies. Is I like it. Yeah, I like that movie. I never saw that one. I think you'll like it. Um, it's a little ridiculous, but it's an Adam Sandler movie. But it's yeah, funny. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I have like a Falma? Not even that. I'm just afraid some of these movies are going to go out of print. Yeah, Miss, you wouldn't think about it, but like again, Free Willy like has opened my eyes to a lot of that. The fact that Free Willy, which in 1993 when that movie came out, very popular film, and I'm calling it right now, and I'm get, I gotta buy it still because I don't have it. But I think Eight Crazy Nights. That's is, gonna go. It, it, that's gonna. But that's be, Happy Madison, right? Those I think always, that's gonna be tough to get at one point. Those are risky, Happy Madison. I do want to hate Crazy Nights. I love that movie. Yeah, it's just I want it for under twenty. It's twenty three dollars is the cheapest I've found it. And I just, I want it, 19.99. I know, but it, I feel like it hasn't moved at all. It's just sitting there until they go out of print. Yeah. And then you're probably going to have to pull the trigger on it. Yeah. Speaking of out of print, well, not really out of print, our next question, what are some, also from Kevin L, what are some forgotten movies from the 90s that you would like to see come to Blu-ray? Ooh. So right off the bat, this is my answer for this because it's never come to Blu-ray, is the Michael Keaton movie, My Life, with him and Nicole Kidman. That movie makes me cry every time I watch it. And so why would you watch it? I love to make myself cry, and that movie gets me every time. Um, and it's just, it, it's, it's heartbreaking. The guy gets cancer and dies. Uh, it, I, uh, and I love it. I love to break down and cry right at the very end of it. Okay. So that is um, always. Let's see. I am over at my shelf. <laughs> so, uh, Boiler Room actually has a Blu ray. I own the Blu ray. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't upgrade that. Oh, well, uh, this is not 90s. But the Deuce Bigelow's. Yes. Yeah. Is it the first Deuce Bigelow, like, 98, 99? 1999. Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. Yeah, so Deuce Bigelow, that needs to come to at least Blu-ray. Freddy Got Fingered, that's a big one for me. I know. We've gone through that. I love Freddy Got Fingered, and that is... Speaking of Tom oh, Green. This is 2001, so that's a little bit newer. Speaking of Tom Green, do you remember his show? Remember yeah. Slutmobile? <laughs> he did to his dad. He had the like the web show, Webavision or something like that. Well, right? he had a regular show, but he painted on his dad's car uh, two lesbians, I believe, having sex. <laughs> his dad just looked at it and wa started walking to the bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> what about Little Nicky? Is that 90s? Yes, and that was actually going to be my next one that I was going to bring up. I absolutely do not have the DVD, but uh, yeah, that's one I was going to bring up that should come to Blu-ray. A lot of Adam Sandler movies are just stuck in limbo, huh? Oh, wow, it's a nice DVD. Yeah. Holy I shit. actually, you know what? I want to talk about DVD. 
Okay, well, this is the perfect time for it because we're because talking about movies that. I actually just bought a DVD, and this is. The Jackass, this, is right? this is probably 90s. Oh, Out Cold? Uh, out Cold. Yeah. I just picked this up, and I, I'm not going to say I've gone full circle back to DVD. But DVD is not as bad as you think it is. No, we just will always get fooled by um, the fact that it's a new format. Like, we kind of would think, like, with video games, like, it's a big jump. Yeah, so, I mean, at one point, watching a DVD was, like, it just looked terrible on the HD TVs and stuff. But I think TVs oh. got to a point, like, it, they can kind of... Well, and I don't our 4K know. players also can they adjust can that. But even, yeah. I've been watching them in my Xbox One X on the TV upstairs. I just watched, like, the Jackass 1 and 2. And they look uh, fine? Viva La Bam. And they look, they're, they're fine. Now, you know, what's the they aspect look, ratio? They don't look great, but, you know, they, they're watchable. What's the aspect ratio on them? Because, like, when I was watching uh, the Bret Hart one, like, the, the black bars were on the left and right, if I remember correctly. I think... Is it letterboxed? Full screen. Full screen, so no. This is full screen for Jackass 1. Yeah, I've been actually going down a big Jackass rabbit hole. I see that. And I actually just got the whole Jackass collect. This was like 15 bucks. You, you bought this, right? No, I didn't buy it. Of course it. not, because you hate getting good deals. The Jackass collection has got every movie and the complete TV show, plus the lost episodes. $15 DVD. But the only thing on here that's in here is the Bad Grandpa and Jackass 3 are on Blu-ray. But everything else is on DVD anyway. So this is a super nice set, I think. Yeah, no, it, it's very nice. And did you ever figure out how many episodes of Jackass there are? There's only 474 minutes. There's three seasons and then the lost episodes. The movie that I want to bring, out, bring up, now it has a Blu-ray, but it's... I don't think U.S. release anymore, and that's Strange Days, which I talked about in another question from a few weeks ago or a couple months ago, and that's a Catherine Bigelow-directed movie. I would like a Blu-ray release of that or release a new 4K because that movie's great and it's just very underrated from the 90s. Yeah. There's a lot of 90s movies that need to come to I'm HD. trying to think of some movies, and actually this week, I, I highly doubt anybody in the world, and if somebody else has heard of this movie, please chime in. I thought I was the only person that remembered this movie. It's a movie called Trading Mom. Now, this movie stars, I believe, uh, Sissy Spacek from a movie you just saw recently, Carrie. She, it came out in 1994. It's called Trading Mom. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this movie, but that movie is ridiculous. And I loved it by the time I saw it. Have you ever seen it, Trading Mom? No, I don't no. think so. So that movie, I'm sure, doesn't have a, might not even have a DVD release. But we have one more question, our very last question of the week, before me and Matt have to get out of here and go see Cocaine Bear. Yes. I think this is, yep, Anthony Gonzalez. And Anthony Gonzalez asks us, out of curiosity, what kind of music are you guys into? I get a metal buy from the two of you, LOL. Now, that's very strange because uh, I do not really like metal music at all, actually. I do like metal I music. I know you do, to a frustrating amount. Um, I don't listen to it as much. Uh, I mean, we both have offspring tattoos. Yeah, mine's on this home. I don't want to show you guys. It looks bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we both have offspring tattoos. So offspring is... It's just weird. We, we both have the same favorite band and, and the we, same favorite movie. Yeah, and then we kind of like drift off because what would you say is your second favorite band or artist after that? Because I know my second favorite is Meatloaf, and uh, that is definitely not close to metal. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, maybe Godsmack, maybe Seether. I, you know, I just, I'm not sure. But then I've been super into like 
like southern rap and stuff recently like uh, ryan upchurch is one of my favorite artists right now well i don't like his new stuff like again lincoln park also is another lincoln big park one was for big. me but i only like their their new stuff uh old stuff i'm sorry i have i mean a whole list i have probably over 100 cds over there yeah matt has a pretty good physical cd collection i actually didn't know you stopped collecting but you were you you can't really get cds anymore that's the one thing i I took i I just decided to go i have apple music now yeah and i would just but you hung on a long time because even in your apartment you were still getting cds yeah i was would you stop when best buy stopped selling them pretty much yeah yeah, because we used to go to record stop all the time. Yep, I remember picking up a couple CDs a week. And yeah. Blink-182. The guy I remember taking us in the ba- basement. Down um, as far as metal goes, I'm trying to think of metal. The, the furthest in like, metal I go Metallica's is Metallica. Okay. I, don't, I don't love Metallica. I, I'm more of a, like, a, I guess, I don't know if it's punk. It's not punk rock. It's like... Like so, Hatebreed. Like that, the, I, I love Hatebreed. Hatebreed's awesome. I don't listen to him much anymore. Um... As I Lay Dying, uh, Kill Switch Engage. I'm a big Kill Switch Engage guy. I like Howard more than um, fuck Jesse. Jesse's the original. Then then it went to Howard, and then went back to to Jesse. I actually prefer Howard over Jesse. Um, he did a CM Punk. You know C- uh, his first theme song before he went to yeah, the Living Color one. That was or uh, the Living Color. That was a Kill Switch Engage. Song. Really? Yeah, that was Kill Switch yeah. Engage. That was Howard. Matt might as well. You could just not be speaking English to me. I don't know any of these things. I just I'm not <clears throat> into metal music at all. Like I I know big, I love Rob Zombie. Big Rob, Rob Zombie's Zombie good. Uh, one of, that was one of the best concerts I went to. I went to the Rock Allegiance, I think it was called, in in Philadelphia or somewhere in Pennsylvania. It was Corn. Rob Zombie, Godsmack, oh my God. Five Finger Death Punch. Those were the main four uh, four headliners. There was two stages next to each other, and then there was stage over there, and then there was stages outside the arena. And there it was, there was like a hundred bands. But uh, Papa Roach was there. In this moment was there. Uh, uh, I Prevail. Um, as I, no, As I Dying wasn't there. Hollywood Undead. Mm. Steel Panther. You know who Steel Panther is? I just like the name. They're they're like Def Leppard. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I love Def Leppard. That's yeah, a big favorite. Yeah. I like mostly pop music, so like 80s music, anything that was like played on the radio. I don't have the best music taste. I love 80s big hair, too. Yeah, big hair. Big like, hair bands, I love that. Like um, I, I'm, Motley Crue. I'm a huge Prince guy. Prince is great. Prince is I, one I like of my that favorites. stuff, but then I like like 90s club and dance stuff like LaBouche, yeah, uh, Ace of Bass, yeah. well, stuff like that. I'm all over the place. I yeah. like I like newer. Do you still listen to like Biggie? Like you were a huge Biggie guy. I yeah, uh, Biggie Small. I was listening to Biggie today. Him and uh, old Eminem. I was the Slim yeah, Shady Eminem, LP, Marshall Mathers. His first two oh. albums, I think, and then the Curtain Call Eminem, and then I think Curtain Call I didn't really love. Really, that was yeah. uh, that was his third album, and then anything after that, I was I was pretty much done with Eminem. Yeah, I like Biggie. Um, uh, what else? I he's used probably my favorite all rap. I, I like I would say Biggie, old Jay Z, old DMX. Um, yeah, nineties, two thousand. Old raps. Tupac. Tupac was my stuff guy. like that. Wu-Tang, old Wu Tang, obviously awesome. Definitely old Wu Tang. Yeah, I was just all over the like. I have such deep taste in film. I watch everything, but music, man. If it was on the radio, that was probably for me. That was just the. Uh, that's where yeah. I went. Yeah, you know? no, I, I see. I don't really like the radio. Yeah, no, it's just my ears. Like they just. I really, like some stuff. I like bubblegum pop a lot. Like it's it's bad. Like I, no. if it's a cheesy song, I like it. But then you know, like I like 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 Meatloaf. Like you know, all I that love stuff. Meatloaf. Meatloaf is my my literally my second favorite artist of all time. I love that's the guy. That's crazy, but it. 
I like me. And really, it's Jim Steinman because he writes all the songs. And he's written music for like movies that uh, I can't think of the name, the Willem Dafoe movie. But he wrote a song for that. He wrote some songs for Celine Dion. It's all coming back to me now. That guy wrote all Meatloaf's music. Nailed it. Yeah, right on cue. But anyway, guys, we got to get out of here. We got to go see a bear do some cocaine. So anyway, thanks for being here with us on another episode of Let's Talk Physical Media. My name is John, and with me, as always, is my balding friend, Matt. And we'll be here next week for another episode. And if you want to leave some comments or questions for next week, you can leave those in the comment section below. While you're down there, make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, search for us on all podcast services. And after you're done doing all that and giving us a five-star rating, I want you to grab Whatever your best looking hat is, run out to the street and tell all your friends about us.